Welcome to the Fam Time Podcast, where we discuss family time, family worship, and many other topics related to home discipleship. We hope to encourage and equip you in your parenting journey. Here are your hosts, Frank Trimble, Jenna Halleck, and Stacy Ludwig. So guys, we've, we've had a good conversation, an on, ongoing conversation about the hurdles and benefits of family time training. And in episode seven of our podcast, we talked about, we spent a good deal of time talking through uh, what are some roadblocks or some hurdles to having family time, like mm-hmm. a once a week time of family worship, activity driven, you know, so there's a lot of things that stand in our way, but we want to spend some time today talking through what are some of the benefits of having family time, which might be more than you can imagine. I mean, it well, might be more just than for the think. record. We yeah. talked about the hurdles and how to get over them, how to get over them. Right. <laughs> we didn't just leave the negative. Like, this is so hard. That's no, a good clarification. We talked about how to get over them, but yeah, yeah, you gotta know the benefits so that you're motivated to even right. uh, be able to tackle the hurdles. And yeah. this is, and this is great <laughs> with me. I've got, I've got little kids. And so there we're early on in the stage of developing, um, you know, family time routine and, and they're, we're starting that journey. We're starting cultivating that, that culture in our house. But you guys have older kids. And so we'd love to hear the benefits that you guys have seen. And yeah, so we'd love to have this conversation. Well, and Frank, I think that there are two categories of benefits. There's like the immediate benefits. Good point. Mm-hmm. And then there's long-term, yeah. even let's say into eternity yes. benefits that we're talking about. And so maybe we just lead with that. I mean, yep. everything that we're doing <laughs> to build up our children uh, spiritually, to introduce them to Jesus, to help them have a biblical worldview, is all to the end of we want them to choose Jesus as their Lord and Savior, Absolutely. and we want them to enjoy eternity in mm-hmm. heaven with Him forever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when it really comes down to it, that's the end game. Absolutely. And, you know, and I think that's great to be reminded of because I am not in the trenches right now, but I remember mm-hmm. when you're in the trenches, I feel like you you own such a responsibility over your children's behaviors yeah. that sometimes your spiritual um, influences of your children are behavior-based, mm-hmm. even if it's just subconscious because yeah, it's such a reflection to, of yeah. you, even if you don't mean yep. to. So you're looking for that immediate response. Like, I want my kids to obey. I want them to not lie. I want them to... you you want this behavior because that's the reflection of whether or not you're doing good parenting. But if you shift your mind to what, what are we really wanting? What's the end goal? We want the long term where they have a relationship with God, where when the hard things happen and you're not there, they know who to go to and they know Mm. how to access that that in their their life. Well, and just consider the backlash that can be if you are rigid and yeah. all you focus on is the behavior and mm. your kids know it. Yes. Mm. They yeah. know that you care how other people perceive them and therefore mm-hmm. perceive them as a parent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this becomes very obvious over years yes. of parenting like that. Mm. And it really creates mm. uh well, Unhealthy. great opportunities for counselors in yeah. the future. Let's just <laughs> yes. say that. Well, and I want like, to just start saving for therapy now yes. because right. they're going to need it. Because it seems like a stereotype, but I mean, you, we've heard so many stories of young people that were raised in an environment mm-hmm. where maybe maybe dad's a deacon, uh, a pastor, or even uh, parents that are missionaries or whatever it might be, but they feel an expectation to be on display. Mm-hmm. for everybody. I know that might be a whole nother conversation, but, but oh, it is. I, I've had, I know, I know. And that, yeah, we need to flag that as another <laughs> podcast conversation, but just, you know, I've, I've even unfortunately heard from people from my generation that 
their their father became a youth pastor, and they said, um, and, and he he became a, a Christian as an adult, so he didn't raise them in the faith or anything like that. After a while, he became a youth pastor, and uh, the kids were really acting up on the way to school, on the way to church, rather, one day. And he was a single dad. It was hard. Mm-hmm. But he, he made the statement just out of what he would say would be like an immature, just young faith in himself. Look, I'm not, I don't, I'm not a businessman anymore. I'm a minister, so you can't act like that when we get into the church. Mm-hmm. I've got expectations. Mm-hmm. Now, for him, that was a quick you know, thing that just came off out of, a, out of a moment of frustration. We've all had those. But they remember that. Oh, sure they do. They mm-hmm. they could they could draw you a picture of that scene, right? And and they didn't react well to that. And so, not to condemn him at all, because we all no, make mistakes. Certainly not. But but to go, yeah. Wh- why are we doing this? What, what are what's the, the real goal? What, yeah. And it sh- again, we it should be because we're focused on the benefit, the right. benefits of it, and the benefit is that we want our children to have a rich relationship with mm. Jesus Christ mm. and their God, their Father, and the Holy Spirit, mm. because we want them to have a rich life here on earth as well as their eternity in heaven. Right. Right. And, and if that's our goal, then the behaviors are opportunities. Yeah. That's all they are. They're not, they're not a, a hindrance. They're mm. an opportunity for them to grow closer to God right. and for you to have an opportunity to talk about yeah. God. Well, and display grace and yeah. forgiveness mm-hmm. that they also receive from their Savior, Jesus. Mm. So, yeah, I, I think it's that's a great place to start this whole yeah. conversation of the benefits. It's really like you have to have that mm. end goal in mind, and it is not behavior modification. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We believe that as hearts are transformed, our behavior changes. But we can even say sitting here at our various <laughs> ages and stages mm. of life and parenting mm-hmm. that we have not arrived, oh, right? No. So Good we night. shouldn't expect that our children are going to arrive oh, while no. they're living in our homes. Oh, that's great. There are always going to be sin mm. issues that just are not revealed or don't become apparent until later. And so as we're discipling, mm. we want to gently guide and help our children. And that is certainly one of the benefits. And so that's a great lead into mm. one of the benefits is we can incorporate life lessons into our family time mm. that are the real issues that our kids are dealing with at that moment. Mm. And we've already created a culture in our home yep. where we're going to talk about things and we're going to go to the word. Yep. What does God's word say about this? So there's so many layers to why this is helpful and important. Mm -hmm. Incorporating life lessons. If you have an intentional family time once a week, Mm -hmm. let's say you are the kind of family that can have it every Thursday night. Sure. Well, something happens on Monday. There's a big blow up. One of the kids makes a bad choice. You fill in the blank. Use your imagination. Whatever happened in your house today. what happened yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, we can address it in the moment. Yes. But now, guess what we're going to do? We are going to cool down. Mm. We're going to go to the Word. We're going to look up our family time resource of activities, Mm -hmm. search and total access, whatever it is for Mm -hmm. that topic. And now we're going to be able to bring that to family time in a very, when, you know, defenses are down, emotions are down. And we can really say, this is what... God says about this. Yep. This is how we can apply this to our lives. Mm. And we can pray and ask him to help us to live more like Christ. Because yeah. I've, I've had somebody tell me before, you know, uh, addressing those things in times of peace mm-hmm. are so much more beneficial than when the, the heat is on, you know. And, and like you said, you do address it in the moment. But there's just something to be said about when things have calmed down. Well, you can also do it in reverse, yep. too. Which Preventative. Is just, it, well, it's 
reinforcements, I yeah. think is a better way to put okay. it. Cause yep. like you, they learn, you learn this topic, you learn yeah. this thing, whatever it is, you're learning scripture. You're learning how to live in a way that glorifies the Lord as well as how to share, share God's love with others. And so when things happen during the week, that is, oh, that's what we just were learning about, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it even t- can take a negative, uh, take the the sting out of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like when a kid does something, you're like, oh my word. Instead of being like, that was terrible. Why did you do that? I was like, oh my word, this is exactly like what we were just learning about, <laughs> yeah. you know, lying and why we shouldn't lie. And they're like, <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> you're like, okay, you know, and then yeah. it's like an opportunity yeah. instead to connect of, to that too. Um, yeah. And so I, I think it goes both ways, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and think about it. That's just life, right? Yes. We, we cycle back through the mm-hmm. same problems. We stumble over yeah. the same mm-hmm. things that trip us up time and time again. Yeah. And so, yes, once you've incorporated this lesson into your family time, <laughs> It's something you can always point back to. Yeah. Uh, I think the same is true, like you're saying, preemptively talking about things. Mm-hmm. As our kids age, we know naturally there are topics that are going to come up mm-hmm. that we need to address. Mm-hmm. And we want them to understand that the Bible, A, talks about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And B, can guide us when we're in a situation where we have to yeah. come up against something that maybe mm. we wouldn't otherwise think to address yeah. as a family. Well, and it just reminds me of the, the seemingly little things that younger kids deal with. I mean, just what you just said, prepping them to go to scripture first, to go to prayer first, mm-hmm. as opposed to just having it in the background. When somebody's mean to them at recess, okay, that's in that stage of life, but developing that culture, I mean, I'm just telling this to myself right now, but developing that culture for when bigger ticket items come later. You know what I mean? Like, yes. uh, uh, you know, and every kid's story is different. Uh, but just being in youth ministry uh, the last bunch of years, I mean, really tough stuff happens. That's right. <laughs> and so uh, if there's, but what that communicates to me also is, like you said, you've created this space, you've created the opportunity there's a rhythm in your home, mm-hmm. but also I'm sure, and this might be a lead into one of your benefits is it communicates a relationship. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I would say sitting where I am in my parenting, where I have one in college and one with just a couple more years of high school left there, uh, besides the eternal benefit that we already led with mm. having that relationship with my kids yeah is second to none. I mean, I just, I'm so grateful that they know they can come to me. Like you said, with the, when something happens and that I am not going to condemn them. We're going to go to the word together. We're going to pray together. We're going to seek God's truth together. Now, I mean, this varies from kid to kid, right? Because they have different communication styles and things like this, Mm -hmm. but knowing that we have built a relationship by using Mm -hmm. intentional family time is just priceless. And that's what you'd say is it doesn't, that's not family, like family time isn't like the silver bullet to creating relationships, but when done right, it certainly helps you cultivate. It's a building block, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, because you're not having family time every day, like right. as we would define it, you right. know, the 20 minute once a week mm-hmm. intentional Bible yeah. teaching. But what we've always said is that is creating a, a culture in your home where we know we go to the word together. We know we pray together. We know who is the king of our home mm. and that we're all submitting to King Jesus. Mm, I love that. And that, I, and so we demonstrate that in different ways yeah. than at, through our week. And when we become the teacher of the Bible to our child, rather than relegating that to just what happens in a church building, 
that produces a different kind of relationship too. Yeah. So it also it's it creates a level of familiarity and um, it, it, it puts language in place mm. that didn't otherwise exist. Yeah. And this, again, this is, I'm, I'm bringing the more practical side here, but that, that's like my, that was my reality. Mm. I mean, it's one thing to grow up in a home that just has, is exposed when you're a child and you're only exposed to spirituality on Sunday mornings in church. Yeah. It is a, a, a different culture or, or language is different yeah. than if it's in the home and you're talking about it every day and yeah. it's that, well, let's pray about it. Or, well, what does the Bible say about it? Or, well, I, I, that's the, our natural attitude, but what does God want us to respond with? When you're mm. talking like that, it's mm. the, the, the language and the vocabulary and the habits and the attitudes are very, very different yeah. than if you just are hearing from a pastor on a Sunday morning. Sure. Yeah. You know, and, and so then you've created like this culture in, in the home so that they, they are talking like that and they're yeah. thinking like that and behaving in that way. Yeah. Oh, you for know? sure. Yeah. Well, and I think it, it, it gives, like you're saying, it gives an opportunity uh, for modeling like we've talked about in other circumstances where, I mean, it's an opportunity for parents to be honest in, in family time about what they're dealing with. I mean, you don't, you're not divulging every single private detail to your kids, especially their developmental stage and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But just to say, you know, I, I'll never forget when my dad, during the 2008 um, you know, economic crash, mm-hmm. his job that he was promised when he was moving to Colorado was frozen. Mm-hmm. And stop me if I've said this before, but um, he had this great job opportunity, guaranteed the whole thing, paved the way, bought a house, the whole thing, market crashes. Uh, and when he gets to his new house, they call him and say, um, I'm sorry, this is out of our hands, but we can't hire anybody. Right. So I'm saying this to say, I got to watch him navigate having no promise of a job, you mm-hmm. know, after owning his own business for all these years. And I was in college by that time, but I was watching him and I remember he was just very peaceful and he was just doing his thing. And I was making breakfast one morning and I asked him, I said, dad, what are you, are you not worried? <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. are you, he's like, no, God's going to take care of it. And then like a month later, they called him back, you know, and it was just for me, the reason I'm saying that is for me, it was not an organized situation or anything, but I got to watch my dad trust God and then got to see the result of that prayer. Mm. And it taught me a lot about, now I still get plenty anxious, but it taught (laughs) me a lot about, taught me a lot about trust. So I think these family time opportunities provide the parents with, Hey, this is something mom and I are praying about. And so we're trusting the Lord for this, but it's a little scary or whatever, you know, however you want to say it. So that your kids can see that you're not Superman or, or Wonder Woman or so you know what I mean? Like Well, and we want our kids to be able to internalize their faith. And mm-hmm. so they have to see that being lived out. Yeah. That's a great example of, yeah. you know, faith lived out. Yeah. And and having an understanding of how God works. He doesn't always answer our prayers the way we wish he would or want him to. But when we understand his sovereignty, you know, Mm. some of these big theological concepts that we've talked about in the language of children for years or even months, you know, the kids catch on to this really quick. And so that is another benefit is that kids are learning Mm. through intentional family time Mm. to make their faith their own that it's not just something that mom and dad believe, but by the work of the spirit, Mm. they will learn who God is for themselves and how they desire to live that out based on having biblical foundation Mm. 
or what we would call like a biblical worldview, yeah. mm-hmm. which is just built little by little over family time after family time. Yep. And then, like we just said, it's not just that intentional teaching time. Mm. It's then what is cultivated in our homes day after day as yeah. kids realize this isn't something that we just do at church or even just during a family time. Mm-hmm. But this is how our family lives yeah. and breathes and operates as yeah. we are always going back to God. We're always going back to the Bible absolutely, uh, day in and day out. So that's where I think there has, you know, again, maybe historically in the American church, we've seen this disconnect for kids because they are, you know, their parents have been good parents and yeah. taken them to church every week and had them go to youth group. But then there's all these other hours in the week where they yeah. haven't maybe seen mom and dad living that out, or they haven't had that intentional biblical teaching time in the home. And so, yeah, they might go to church to check the box, but they aren't, they haven't internalized it. It hasn't yeah. become their own. And we, and we see this oh, right yeah. in the research. And, and this is, I know I, I never like to talk about it because mm. it's so sad, I think, mm-hmm. and so discouraging, but the research continues to show that kids are leaving the church and leaving the faith at an alarming rate right. because they just haven't seen this type of uh, home life. They haven't been discipled right. the way we would desire uh, our well, kids to be discipled. And the, and the generation coming up is focuses so much on authenticity and, mm-hmm. and, and it's, I feel like it's a reaction from, you know, kind of the plasticine image that they saw of, you know, authority figures saying one thing and doing another. Now, mm-hmm. one day they're going to have to stand before Jesus and they can't blame anybody else on their walk with God or lack thereof. And yet, it's worth knowing that, I mean, it's been an issue. Authenticity, uh, transparency uh, from leaders, not just parents, but just leaders just going, this is what I struggle with. I'm not perfect, you know, kind of thing. And this is how I'm living it out through Monday through Saturday. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing that transition from the church building to home is such a wide, it can be such a grand canyon of a gap. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you know? there's just so much to be said for the fact that no one can take the place of your parents. Right, right. And in every aspect, why not also spirituality? I mean, Mm. it is one thing. I mean, God will always intervene for us when we don't have that, you know, like if if we don't have that parents that are Christian, you know, and God will, God is good like that. Mm. But if we do have Christian parents, it, it, it almost is like if they're not speaking into you, it, it, it's, it's almost harder to process than if this is important to them, if this is important and they really believe this, why are, why are they not sharing this with me? It's yeah, kind it's of the, a huge the conversation you have in your head when you're older. And it's like, and then you, the only way you're hearing that is from some stranger yep. that has failed you. Yeah, yeah. That has failed mm-hmm. you in your eyes. Cause they are not, you know what they say they are. Mm. And then you're just left with, well, then is this real even, right. you know, I mean, I can totally relate to that yeah. type oh, of sure. mentality. Well, it's that whole deconstructionism, right? Oh, that we huge. are seeing in mm-hmm. the culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it, it makes sense. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I see the, I see the path, I see the logic and that's truly why I, I finally saw the importance of it. I mean, when you, for me, it was just not feeling equipped. Like yeah. I, I barely am understanding my own spirituality. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to f- quote unquote force it on my kids, you right. know, but then you're realizing, wait a minute, if I really believe this and yeah. this is truth to me, I want them to know this. I want them to have this. And yeah. so then, then it becomes, you know, well, this is my job to pass it on, but it's also my privilege to pass it on yeah. and they're going to receive it more effectively yeah. from their parent well, than and from love, someone else. And, and family time seems to provide kind of a vehicle for that. Yes, for you sure. Know, a structure, uh, an opportunity 
mm-hmm. for, you know, cause I feel like a lot of parents understandably so are like, I don't even know where to start. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I want them to know I believe in Jesus, but I don't really know, you know, I don't have, I can't, there's no handlebars. <laughs> like I don't know how to do this, you know? Yeah. You know? I don't disagree with you. And that's where, especially if you have young children at home, mm family time is just such a great resource to start with because we are going to tell you what you can say. We're going to make it a fun, engaging Mm -hmm. time and hopefully fun for everybody. That's what we often talk about. And I do think Stacey, you're just so right about the uh, idea of this sort of peace of mind as a parent, knowing that I'm being obedient to what the Bible has called me to do. And Mm -hmm. sometimes that's a benefit that we overlook as well is we have no control over the faith of our children and right. in the sense that only the Holy spirit can do yeah. in their heart and only their God mind. Saves. That's yeah. right. That's right. But we, what we are commanded to biblically in Deuteronomy six and Psalm mm-hmm. 78 and others is to pass the faith from yeah. generation to generation. So how do we do that? Well, Deuteronomy six outlines that, which yeah. is why we're so passionate about what we do at family time. It's the, when you walk along the road, when yeah. you lie down, when you get up, when you sit at home, and those are places where the pastor is not there. Sure. It's when the parent or the grandparent or the family is yeah. there. And so, again, the obedience to the calling on the life of a parent or grandparent is a huge benefit yeah. uh, to having intentional family time because what better joy than to know that you're following the commands of your God who you love so much that you want to pass it on to, you know? And so we, we hear from parents a lot of times who feel like they missed the boat, Mm, right? They didn't, they didn't do it. And said, but if no one taught you, how were you to know? How how would you have known? Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we want to, that's why we're called family time training Mm, because we do want to be that voice to a parent or grandparent to say, actually this is, is what the Bible says. Yep. Maybe no one has re- shown that to you before, but yeah. hopefully by the power of the Holy Spirit, this is going to ignite a passion and a flame in oh, you yeah. to do this good work. Oh, and yeah. wow, I mean, what what a benefit, truly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that conversation about just having having a tangible way of, of trying to do your due diligence, for lack mm-hmm. of a better word, of going, I'm, I'm trying. Mm-hmm. You know, covered in grace, I'm trying. And here's how we're trying right now, family time trying. You know, like... I just love that it's not theoretical or ethereal or something like that. No, we went to a training at our church and they gave us a format that we could use and now we're using it. You know, I, I just love how, how approachable that is for homes. So that's, I mean, that's a benefit of going there. It's, it does not have to remain a mystery. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to remain. It it can be done, you know, and, and for me, I can just say anecdotally, one of the benefits for us is, the, the conversations that have come up in our house with our seven-year-old, not quite our four-year-old yet, but <laughs> uh, seven-year-old of, um, you know, questions about the Bible, like legitimate questions. And it's always so refreshing when the, the honesty of a seven-year-old literally just trying to wrap their mind around whatever we just talked about or whatever mm-hmm. the lesson, like, if this is true, then why this, you know? But what it does for us as parents is it creates questions in us as well. And then we all go to the word, you know, Yes, and that, and, and that doesn't ever stop. I mean, no. and that's the joy of it is that again, it, it, it creates that language, yeah. creates the relationship and also creates the peace that you can have as a parent that, you know, you're doing your part and you can trust God with your children's spirituality yes. and you've been invited into that. And yeah. that's a, just a great feeling to have, but to also know, like they can be literally like my oldest 20, almost 21 mm-hmm. and still have, 
again, the space, the language, all those things to have conversations where they're still trying to apply what they know about the Bible and about Christ Mm -hmm. to their daily interactions and understanding of the world around them. And I've seen this from both of y'all's circumstances that your kids do feel free to approach you with anything, it seems. Mm -hmm. And that's rare, I think. Yeah, that's been our experience. Yes, and And it's because we... And I, I truly believe it's because we have spiritual conversations at home. I mean, it, there's just something about it. Like if you're trying to make sure your kids are physically uh, well and they are mentally well, mm-hmm. you're invested in those aspects. If you break an arm, the kid's going to you, come to you because yeah. you're going to take care of it. If they are struggling with understanding something at school and you've tutored, you know, you take time to tutor them, they're going to come to you if you have a problem yeah. with it. Oh, yeah. But if you leave out that spiritual aspect... yeah. Why would they come to you about it? Right. Oh, man. That's, that's so deep. well said. That's, yeah, that's, that's I've not so heard well it said. explained that way before. That's yeah. great. Well, and I think the other really unique thing is if a, a family who's a part of a local church mm-hmm. can find other parents who also share this desire, this is a whole other element of relationship mm-hmm. that I don't want to miss either. Because think about how important accountability is like you're saying in other areas of our life like if i want to start an eating or an exercise or a reading routine or something how much more likely is that to happen if i have even one other friend who is going to do that with me and every tuesday night we're going to show up and work out or we're going to do a book club together or something Mm. like that so think of family time in the same idea that we, if we just even have one other family that Mm. we know wants to do this intentionally and we commit, whether we do it together physically in the same space, Mm -hmm. or we just know every week we're going to check in, Hey, how'd family time go? I mean, there are churches who are doing this for the families that are in their congregations, Mm -hmm. but you can also create this for yourself. And so if you're someone listening, thinking, I don't know if I have the oomph in myself to get this started, (laughs) but if I had one or two, or three other families who I knew were doing it, or we could gather in homes to do this, like a community group or discipleship Mm -hmm. group, ask your pastor, ask one of your leaders that would help be able to help put something like that together. And the great benefit would be relationship with those other families, Mm -hmm. which is so cool. Mm -hmm. Relationship among the kids, relationship Mm -hmm. among the parents, but also the benefit that that would be to your church too, Mm. to have families that then, I mean, that could grow exponentially as other families see, wow, this is something that we, that families are really doing. Maybe I should do that too. You know, just how God could potentially use that in a community of faith. I think is is extremely oh, exciting. Accountability is oh, be, huge. It's great. Well, it goes back to the whole thing of like you want to be the you want, you want to be the go to person for your kids, right? Mm-hmm. In 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 all those aspects we were talking about, you yeah. know, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. Mm-hmm. But you're not the end all be all. Yeah. Obviously, God is the end all be all. Mm-hmm. You are eventually guiding them too. But mm-hmm. I think about even like just the medical side, like. Obviously, the kids are going to come to me and trust that I will take them to where they need to go. Yes. I will yeah. take them to the expert. Yeah. Or I might be like, hey, I don't like to work out, so I need someone that's going to hold me uh-huh. accountable to going to work yeah. out. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it, it it definitely teaches the kids, too, that you know we, we do need each other. God created us for community, created yes. us to need other people, and that's how we really grow best yeah. spiritually is when we are in a community because then mm. 
that's how we can exercise the things that we're learning and I knowing. Love, you know? I love that yeah. example of, yeah, if you skin your knee, I'm your doctor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I can give you the Band-Aid kind of a thing. But, yeah, I mean, feel free to, if there's a question you don't have, man, utilize your pastor. Exactly. I mean, it, like, let's go talk to the pastor about yeah, that. Yeah, that's you know? why they're there. I mean, you're certainly not called to disciple your kids alone. I, mm-hmm. I get so encouraged um, every time we walk, every time I walk into this, office it's a uh, office built it's a office within a church mm-hmm. and uh, on the sunday mornings they write out catechism questions i think it's for fourth and fifth graders or fifth and sixth graders fifth i can't remember which yeah. and it just every time i see the questions there's one right behind every <laughs> time i see the question i'm just reminded of the beauty of the body of christ pouring into other people's kids mm-hmm. and just going oh i mean my my daughter was in um children's church yesterday in the first service and i'm just thinking I know because I know what our church teaches, I know that they're going to be taught truth. And it's just so exciting to me. Oh, and we're like breaching into a whole other podcast. It's yeah, like you're right, you're the right. getting <laughs> the surrounding our kids with a community of faith. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's certainly uh, a benefit that we want for them of yeah. being part of a community. Well, and I think mm-hmm. a benefit, I mean, from this of family time might be, you know, it, it exposes the kids like this regular rhythm in your home exposes the kids to the opportunity to ask questions mm-hmm. like it's a benefit of going hey we're, we're a part of a family of god mm-hmm. you know and and, and you need to know these people yeah. you know you need to know your children's pastor you pass you know like it so that's another benefit just community mm-hmm. and the possibility of community even in accountability situations yeah. like that i yeah. love that well and hopefully our kids will also learn to share their faith yeah. And and many kids, you know, evangelism is certainly a spiritual gift, mm. but to be able to help uncover that for our children yeah. and to give them the ability to articulate mm. what they believe yeah. so that when they are having conversations with kids, I mean, let's say they're in a public or a private school setting where they're not surrounded by people who would confess faith in Christ mm. uh, or family members who wouldn't confess faith in Christ, that right. they have an opportunity to think through those conversations through that biblical lens, yes, you know, because they know that we have, these are things we already talk about. Yeah. They can maybe articulate things in a way that they otherwise wouldn't be able to. And well, and even to invite kids to family time in their home. I oh, mean, yeah. that's an evangelistic opportunity too. Yep. Like, Oh, come over on Thursday night. We always have a fun yep. activity that we do together mm-hmm. after dinner, you know? Yes. Kind I, of love that. Like, I will say, I'll take that even a step further and be like, what a joy it is to see my grown children have conversations with believers where they're like, they lean into things that are inaccurate mm-hmm. or not you know, and then things that are assumed. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or we're like, well, did you, do you, do you know that's true? Like, have you actually like hearing my kids say, I don't think they've actually read the Bible. I don't know that they believe this for themselves, you know, and leaning into that whole thing of, um, of seeing and questioning like actual truths of the Bible in in the world around them and and who's actually living out the real truth of the Bible because they've been trained and, and cultivated into thinking, really thinking through things yeah. through scripture uh, on, the, on their own, on their own. And not just like, well, yeah. uh, are you just trusting that, that, that might be what this pastor said or this teacher said, yeah. but what does the Bible say? And right. then, and then hearing them say that to a kid, like you can't just go blindly, ex- just believe whatever right. anyone says. It's like the idea of the Berean church, you know, yes. just examining the scriptures mm-hmm. to make sure that what Paul is saying, mm-hmm. it's like, man, what, what a what a gift I'm sure that is for you guys to see your kids going like no I 
I've looked into this, you know, like it's, it's my own and I've, I've yes. been navigating them. Not, I've not arrived, but I'm, that's right. It's a process. Yep. But again, one of the benefits yeah. of family time is that you are laying that foundation. Yeah. And I, you just can't underestimate the power that that gives a child, mm-hmm. what, whether again, they're eight or 18, mm-hmm. that they know yeah. God's word is true, yep. uh, that God is sovereign that they can go to him both in, to look into his word and through prayer yeah. and know that he is living and active mm. in their life. Yeah. And, uh, you know, these are just great gifts that we can give to our children mm. for uh, their lifetime because yeah. they'll never forget that. I mean, again, it goes back yeah. to what Stacy was saying about all the ways that we pour into our kids and we care for our kids. If we are neglecting this... Mm. Um, we, it is going to be such a detriment. To I, I, I dare family. say, and I dare say that I learned this, I, I, this truly is the only thing I wish I had done differently. Mm-hmm. And, and someone asked that question at some, you know, it was a growth group and they're like, what, what would you have done differently if you could tell your younger self, you yeah. know? And, and I always, I'm the type of person that's like, well, I feel like all my mistakes help me become who I am. Mm-hmm. So I don't regret anything, sure, you sure, know, really, sure. you know, except this one thing. And that is that I wish I had done some of these things sooner in my children's lives mm. only because of the richness that they could have had sooner, if mm. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But, um, and because I learned when you're, I'm struggling with like these areas in their life, mm-hmm. It wasn't until later when we started focusing on the spiritual aspects that I realized spiritually, that is the one thing that affects all the others. Oh, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Like how they handle a physical issue, mm-hmm. if they have a strong spiritual life, will affect that. You know, it, how they handle their schoolwork or whatever, mm. their spiritual life affects that. Yes. You know, every aspect of our lives and their lives is so richly affected by their spiritual life. Mm. And, and that's why I'm like, why am, oh, why did I waste so much time oh, focusing on all those other things? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That, that are supposedly most important. Like, oh, they got to be in a sport or they got to do this. We got to be yeah. well, well-rounded, you know, scholastics is so great. Well, but it's like, yeah, that one thing affects all the others. Which mm. is why, I mean, this is why we do what we do is a lot of people don't know. Yeah. And we want more people to know. That's right. I mean, we want more people to find out about stuff like this. We want, we want, more people to, uh, we, I, I love to think about like light bulbs going off over mm-hmm. parents and grandparents' heads of like, oh, we can do this. That's yes. the most thrilling thing in the world for us as an organization is to see those, oh, I could do this, you know, like. That's right. And, and you can. And you if absolutely you're listening, can. And the other light bulb of not only like, oh, I can do this. This is not, this is attainable. I can yeah, do this. It's not that but scary. also like, oh my goodness, this is so important. Mm. Yes. This is why I should be doing this. Yes, absolutely. You know? Catch Catch the vision yeah. kind of a thing. Well, as you can tell, if you've followed us uh, through this through, through this conversation, is we could talk for hours about this. I mean, <laughs> there are so many benefits, um, and so we have not covered all of them. This list isn't exhaustive. Um, I'm sure we'll revisit this conversation, but I hope this has been an encouragement to you as a as a listener. To we're not just doing or advocating family time just to do it. It's not just this standalone thing. It's not just some sort of ritual. No, God God's going to use this in ways that you could never imagine. And we really believe that. Yes. And so uh, we've seen it in our lives and, and uh, we've seen it in other people's lives, story upon story upon story of how God uses this in surprising ways. And so it, it won't, it probably won't be what you think, but mm-hmm. God's got a greater thing planned. And so uh, we really believe what we're saying here. This is not for another family. This is for your family. And so uh, we hope every one of these episodes is encouraging to you. Uh, that's why we encourage you to share it with others because we do want to get the word out 
not for the kingdom of family time, but for the kingdom of God and to see more children discipled and more parents growing in their faith. That's right. Let's fill up heaven. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Praise God. So thank you for joining us. A new episode every second and fourth Wednesday of the month. You've been listening to the Fam Time Podcast. We hope you subscribe, leave us a review, and share the show with your friends. For more information about family time training, visit us online at famtime.com.